one ticket for And Why Not, please. Spoiler special and why not episode. Well, I say the spoiler specials, they're more spoiler chats. Not sure that that's special. Anyway, um, before we kick off the new series of and why not, um, we thought Andy and I thought we'd get together and share our thoughts on Spider-Man No Way Home. Um, yeah, hope you enjoy listening to them. Hope they don't enrage you too much. And yeah, I shall roll the trailer. Oh, look at this. This is a good one. Some suggest that Parker's powers include the male spider's ability to hypnotize females. Stop. Come on. <laughs> yes, my spider lord. <laughs> Can we just, like, stay up here all day? It is so crazy down there. That's right, folks. Spider-Man is, in fact, Peter Parker. Listen, I did not kill Mysterio. The drones did. The drones that are yours. Does any part of you feel relieved about all this? What do you mean? Now that everybody knows, you don't really have to hide or lie to people. For the record, I never wanted to lie to you. But how do you tell someone that you're Spider-Man? Now everybody knows. But this isn't about me. This is hurting a lot of people. I've just been thinking about how to fix all of this. So, Peter. What do I owe the pleasure? I'm sorry to bother you, sir. Please, we saved half the universe together. I think we're beyond you calling me, sir. Okay, Steven. That feels weird, but I'll allow it. When Mysterio revealed my identity, my entire life got screwed up. I was wondering if maybe you could make it so that he never did. Strange. Don't cast that spell. It's too dangerous. Fine. I won't. Our world is about to forget that Peter Parker is Spider-Man. Wait, everyone? Can't some people still know? That's not how the spell works. So MJ's gonna forget about everything we've ever been through? Stop tampering with the spell. Oh my god, Ned, he's my best friend. Oh, my Aunt May should really know. Stop talking! What just happened? tampered with the stability of space-time. The multiverse is a concept about which we know frighteningly little. The problem is you trying to live two different lives. The longer you do it, the more dangerous it becomes. Be careful what you wish for, Parker. Hello, Peter. Hello, Andy. How are you? Hello, Stuart. I'm very good. Thank you very much. How are you? I, I'm all right. I'm, uh, yeah. Fuck it. We've just done a podcast. Let's not even do pretend. <laughs> are you ready to dive into the Spider-Verse? I, uh, let's do it. Let's Actually, not do that film. false pretense. <laughs> yeah. well, no, because there is a Spider-Verse in this. 
Oh, there is, yeah, but there is, yeah, okay. Yeah, spoiler That's warning right. at the top. Because mm-hmm. um, I had to mute pretty much everything on fucking Facebook. I didn't want to know anything. And I put a thing up saying, you know, if I'm ignoring you, it's because I fucking... And then one person was like, oh, that film's fucking amazing and you've got to stick around for this and this. I was like, oh, oh you really? fucking dick. Didn't specifically go into spoilers, but you know what I'm like? I don't even want to know what people think about the fucking film. Um, yeah, absolutely. It's like, I deliberately avoided everything. And then I was listening to a podcast that was like, this should be safe. It shouldn't touch on Spider-Man at all. No, they started fucking talking about it. I was like, Jesus, fuck. Because my spider plans went to shit because I got COVID over Christmas, so I couldn't go as soon as I So it took me a little while to finally get to see it. So when did you see it? Did you see it pretty much straight I, away? I saw Because you're a spider guy. Yeah, I'm a spider guy. I think I saw it the first Sunday it was out. Nice. I saw it reasonably early on. I think it was a Sunday. Was it a Monday? I know. It was a, I saw it quite early on. Because, yeah. again, like, like you, I wanted to avoid spoilers, so I just wanted to go and see it. Because there was that whole uh, campaign from the studio about, oh, don't, you know, it's got Spider-Man with his finger up to his lips, making a shush thing. So, obviously, there was something to spoil, so I wanted to go and see it. Yeah, I mean, it was, spoiler-wise, it was the worst-kept spoiler going. That's exactly what I thought, because I thought, it can't be the obvious because they've been going on about that since it was being made. So it can't be that. I wonder what it is. And it, was, and then I thought, it was blatantly they were in the film because there were shots in the trailer where you're like, what the fuck are those characters jumping at if they're not jumping at Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire Spider-Man? Yeah, yeah. Because they're completely missing Tom fucking Holland. I said to yeah. guy work, if I was Disney, I'd have like superimposed, been like, you know, chuck Hugh Jackman a bit of money and we'll chuck his Wolverine in it just to properly fuck with people. <laughs> Because when you watch that, that trailer and you watch the film, Doctor Strange in the trailer is completely different to Doctor Strange in the film. Yes, he is. Because there's there none of whole, that. Oh, I don't think it's Doctor Strange. I think it's Mephisto or whatever. Yeah. Because there was that rumor, wasn't there? There's none of that. Wong telling him not to cast the spell and him doing the uh, winky thing and everybody goes Mephisto. It's Mephisto. Oh yeah, shit yeah. There's none of that. Wong's just like, look, I ain't fucking here. Do what you like. Yeah. <laughs> kind of thing and, um, I didn't even think of that, you're quite right yeah, that trailer is 100% misleading which further brings me back to the point of what the fuck is the point of trailers anymore mm. they either ruin the film or they've got nothing from the film in it pretty much mm. they mislead you from what the film actually is so they're basically selling you on a completely different fucking movie anyway it's like, so why do we bother with them? have you, okay, slight, slight backtrack on that, slight sidestep on that have you seen any of the most recent, uh, any um, computer game or uh, mobile app game adverts at the moment? Uh, not consciously. They unless... are, okay, there are loads of them. I think it's because I've clicked on a few and I get with them all the time. But there's this whole thing at the moment where they're all fake. All the apps are complete bullshit. Uh, they don't show any, they, they have absolutely no relevance to the actual game. And so they're basically because, clickbait. It's it's yeah, the trader exactly equivalent that. of clickbait. I'll show you. I'll, I'll, I'll give you an example. And this, I promise you, this is true. Right? I'm about to send you a screenshot of one of them. This is for a. It's like well, like one of those tower defense games. You know the ones where you start off with a bit of land and you've got to build. Yeah. Um, like a bit like Sims, uh, not Sims. Sorry, a bit like um, like it's one of the old tycoon games. You know, you've got to create a civilization and then you've got to yeah, put your resources in. This is a screenshot 
this is real, a screenshot um, of one of those at the adverts or one of these games. I'll tell you the ones I keep seeing on YouTube is that one where you've got a fucking, it's like a guy in one thing, lava, water, and his money. Yeah, same can. thing. Yeah, those That's fucking fake. things. They aren't real games. You, you sort of watch it just to be kind of like, you know, how would he do it? Yeah, the guy gets it, it, it runs for the five it's seconds. They're like, this is fucking stupid. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, that no, Doctor that, Strange, that um, trailer for Spider-Man No Way Home is essentially the fucking trailer equivalent of you won't believe what so-and-so looks like now. It yeah. will break your heart. It's like, yeah, they look exactly true. like they should do at 34 years old. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> or, or those, you know, the beast from... Uh, the beast from the chase is so thin now and gorgeous you won't believe it. So, well, I yeah, literally just watched an episode model, yeah. of the chase that was a new so, one. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. He looks exactly the fucking same. One of them was um, you. You won't believe Danny Dyer's real name. <laughs> Guess what his real name is? Danny Dyer. Daniel Dyer. Da- Daniel. <laughs> Honestly, it's just those fucking. They crack me up that anybody actually clicks on them is what gets me. Mm. All those ones that are like, you know, they did this, you won't believe what happened next. And then you click on them, it's like 30 pages before you get to the end. It's like, yeah, you went home. Yeah. Yeah. It's because so, they get paid for every click on the on. When there's an advert on there, they get paid for every time someone views the page. That's but you don't need to go on them because if you just click on the comments, the top comment is, I've saved you a click. This is it. Yeah. <laughs> My favorite one was still that. Um, how Chris O'Dowd looks like now will break your heart and the picture next to it was fucking what's his face from the Pogue. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I'll tell you, the, the worst one I've ever seen was, um, it's actually from a, from a newspaper and it was, I can't remember, it was some reality TV star and it was blah, 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 whatever the name was, their family um, grieving over terrible, over a, a terrible loss. And in speech brackets, it says, baby is dead right then when you yeah. read it they had a rabbit called baby it's like those ones that's like you know people you won't believe we lost this year mm. and it's like some really famous person like i didn't for example pull in a name harrison ford yeah and you're like fuck me harrison ford died and i didn't hear it and people click on it it's like it's no it's one of his characters died and it's like han solo died yeah it's like but this has fuck all to do with spider-man no, okay, let's get back to the so, Spider-Man. So, <laughs> <laughs> even when we've got a focused topic, we go off on a tangent. <laughs> uh, it's wondered why our listenership really goes above 50. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, all right, then. What, how, what did you think of the film? Is the easiest way of asking this question. Uh, okay, I really enjoyed it. I had a lot of fun with it. And I just kind of sat there with a big grin on my face, really. I thought it was very predictable. Um, uh, but it was it was fun. It was almost a relief from things like the Eternals and um, um, Shang-Chi and all those kind of things. You know, it was actually a bit of fun. Um, it was funny. It was it was good. Yeah, it was good. Um, yeah, that was my take on it. I just really enjoyed it. It was, as I said, I could see where it was going, um, but it was good fun. Would it have made your top 10 list of the year? Because um, obviously it was slightly out of us being able to put it in our list of the year. Yeah, probably no. 
Yeah, but yeah, yeah, it would have. Yeah, it would have. It might have been slightly low down, but yes, it would have made my list. That's interesting. Because I know a lot of people said that, you know, if it had been in their year list, it would have been high up. Mm-hmm. Um, it wouldn't have troubled my list at all. Okay. I thought it was fine. I, I mean, part of me, I don't know whether it was the coming out of COVID thing and just my general lack of enthusiasm for it, the fact that I'd had to wait so long to see it, whether that was mm. plays a factor. But I was just like, yeah, it's fine when it's happening. It's, I kind of was like, you know, look, I know that fucking Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield are going to pop up in this film, so let's just fucking get on with it, shall we? Yeah. Stop being all fucking teasy with me. <laughs> you know, stop lifting your skirt up a little bit. Stop being the spider tease. It's like I've, I've paid for the strip show. Do the ping pong thing. <laughs> <laughs> but and I love that stuff because I, you know, I have issues with the Tobey Maguire Spider-Man films, but I always liked him as Spider-Man, mm. and. I really like Andrew Garfield as Spider-Man. I know a lot of people didn't, although a lot of people seem to be coming round to it now. And you're kind of like, motherfuckers, where were you when he was Spider-Man? Yeah. To all of a sudden there be justice for Garfield. It's like, yes, way to rock up 10 years too fucking late. But I have issues with Spider- the Amazing Spider-Man too, but I really enjoyed the Amazing Spider-Man. You were always the other mm-hmm. way around on it, weren't you? Whereas you didn't like Amazing Spider-Man, but you liked Sp- Amazing Spider-Man too. No, no, I wasn't... You were at the uh, time. We could go back to old pods. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Perhaps. Yeah. But, but I you didn't like the I golden like eyes. <laughs> yeah. No. I, di- I didn't like uh, Electro. No. I, I think they improved like... Electro in this one. Yeah. I love what they did with the villains. I thought Willem Dafoe was, like, you know, the MVP fantastic. of the film. Yeah. Was, and I love the subtle redesign they did where they gave him the purple hood, where he had the yes. purple hoodie and it, it got shredded, so it looked like the Goblin. Yeah, they're that fantastic. Outfit. I love. I really liked that. Like I said, I loved the villains. I loved the whole interview. I loved Alfred Molina as Doc Ock as he was, well. Yeah, he's absolutely fantastic. Um, I liked all of them. I, it must have been an easy payday for Risa fans and um, Thomas Hayden yeah, Church because they only had to check the voice. Because apparently the footage where he turns Sandman turns back into a human, yeah, is just reused footage digitally inserted from Spider-Man Three. Oh, they didn't okay. even get him on set. So I don't know whether he was doing motion capture. Probably not, because why would you pay yeah. that? And fact, I actually we... forgot, halfway through the film, I forgot Liz was in it. Yeah. It kind of disappears for a little while. Um, but I didn't... It didn't have a satisfying ending for me. I had the same issue with the ending that I had with Endgame. Yeah. The whole undo the snap, but everything stays five years later thing always raise too many questions for me and the same with this peter parker thing it's like, i've invested in these relationships and they're no fucking news. i get what they're setting up hmm. they're setting up a spider-man what kind of people have always wanted from the these spider-man films is that they don't want him anchored to tony stark or hmm. nick fury or doctor strange they want a spider-man movie and i 100 get that but at the same time it invested in the ned and mj relationships and then at yeah. the end it's kind of like you know yeah, no, they're done. They don't even know who the fuck he is. And like I say, it, it raises questions. Did Happy Hogan go back to his swanky apartment and wonder where the fuck he got a Lego Death Star from? <laughs> yeah. You know, does P- 
and have like a social security number how can he rent an apartment if he doesn't technically exist anymore he has That's no true. education and how does not... happy how does happy hogan now still know um uh, well knew at me yeah i know because it's i'm guessing they met somehow different but it's like I say, it's those little things. They're not neat enough for me. And the bit, like I say, the big thing is, is that I felt like everything I'd invested in the last three films was for squat. Uh, it's a bit like my whole thing with the Force Awakens. It's like this is awesome, but everything I invested in the original trilogy is for squat because they all basically go back to revert into the same characters they fucking were. Yeah. Like none of these characters grew. Nothing changed. But yeah, so I mean, I I had that issue with it. Um, like I say, I enjoyed stuff. I loved seeing. I loved the whole thing where they're getting Andrew Garfield to approve that he's Spider Man. And then Ned's grandmother yeah. being like, you know, can you get that cobweb? <laughs> that old stuff's great. And I love the whole thing about um, Toby McGuire Spider Man asking them what their web shooters were. Yeah. <laughs> and then just the conversations around it. It's like, you know, have you ever not been able to perform? Because, <laughs> you know, well, I run yeah, out of webbing. <laughs> um, I love that stuff. I generally thought they were going to kill Tobey Maguire Spider Man at one point. I was like, you fuckers, no. Because, mm. again, I hate that. It's like, let's bring a character back to kill him. That's just such fucking. In, you know, it seems to be the go to thing. I'm going to spoil some movies now. So if you haven't seen Logan, Avengers Endgame, or No Time to Die, don't listen. But it seems to be the go-to thing now. Being like, you know, characters can't have a happy ending, so we'll kill them. That's the way you finish yeah. a story: is they die. It's like, no, they don't have to die. It's like, couldn't I? I still think Endgame could have ended perfectly fine the same with the wedding of Iron Man and Pepper Potts. Mm. You didn't need to get, especially when you start thinking about, you know, Doctor Strange could probably undo it with the Time Stone and just fix it. <laughs> <laughs> It's kind of like you just wanted him to die, but but yeah, I mean, I thought Tom Holland was great. Contracts, that's what it was. Well, yeah, but yeah, but you could have Tony retire, and <laughs> it's like Steve Rogers is technically still out there, and admittedly he's an old man, yeah. but he's still out there. Um, but yeah, I liked the whole, you know. Some people loved find loved him when they knew Peter Parker. So I love the thing with the teacher, with the gym teacher who uh, said that Captain America was like a war criminal now or whatever in the first one. He was the one that oh, was yeah, like, yeah. you know, the murderer. <laughs> Whereas the other teacher was like, no, you're a hero. It's like some of the students put this together for you. It's like, no, you did it. It's like, I helped. <laughs> um, but I, yeah, I just, I don't know. Is it's largely going to depend on where they go next. As a conclusion to a trilogy, it was not satisfying. Yeah. To just have him essentially disappear from everything. Because, you know, what you, is it going to be like? Was it. What was the spider? The comic art? The No More. One More Day. One More Day. Yeah. Is it going to be like that? Where. After a little while, they realised that was a mistake and reverted anyway, didn't they? Kind of, yeah, they did. Um, well, yeah, it kind of ended up more or less the same, didn't it? It didn't really reverse it, but yeah, they did. After, I mean, it took a little while. 
Yeah. But I mean, is this what this is going to be? Are we gonna... And then it's kind of like, well, what did I invest in that film now for? <laughs> it's like, yeah. is the next film going to be him convincing Ned and MemJ that, you know, they had a thing? Or are those characters now gone from the films? That's true. Yeah. In which case, who's Spidey got? I suppose you're bringing Gwen Stacy, maybe. Yeah. But we all know that ends. Black Cat, maybe. Yeah. I don't know. It's just, yeah. But again, like I say, I think I'd possibly built up so much in my head that maybe I am. Maybe on second viewing, I'll enjoy it a lot more. Mm. But. It just, it didn't satisfy, it wasn't a satisfying ending, which makes me sound like one of those fucking fanboys. No, they didn't do what I wanted them to do. But I didn't know what I wanted them to do. So. Um, the death of uh, Aunt May was surprising. Yeah, I didn't see that coming either. That that was probably the spoiler that they wanted to keep secret. Mm. Um, but, I, uh, yeah, yeah. Although it does make you wonder, because he wasn't aware of the, with great power comes great responsibility. Was there no Uncle Ben in? No, there wasn't. No, it was, was before was, Uncle was... Ben. Before Uncle Ben. No, sorry. I mean, as as in, so sorry. We we discovered him after Uncle Ben even. Yeah, but it's, this kind of implies that there was no Uncle Ben for it to be the driving force. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, you're right. For him to become a Spider Man. Yeah, because it's the whole Uncle Ben with great power comes great responsibility, or however they sort of mangled that in the Amazing Spider-Man. It's like mm. we don't want you to say with great power comes great responsibility. So if you could find another way of saying it, <laughs> so if you've got power, it's your job to use it wisely. <laughs> yeah, cool. <laughs> That'll do. We're taking the <laughs> afternoon off. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah because Aunt May is essentially the Uncle Ben isn't it yeah yeah she is because I saw a thing with Tom Holland where he said that he's always been playing Spider-Boy and now he'll be Spider-Man like, okay but I mean Spider-Man was always Spider-Boy mm. <laughs> it was always the thing about Spider-Man that he was a kid but like I say it's seeing where it goes next and how he's going to fit into a wider MCU universe. Because this feels a little bit like mm. they were planning on Spider-Man wouldn't be in the MCU anymore. This was the clean break. And Sony oh, would carry yeah, on making yeah. Spider-Man movies without Marvel's involvement. But I kind of get the feeling that that's not going to happen because this film's made so much money that they'd be stupid to be kind of like, no, we'll go on our own now. And Marvel would be stupid to be like, yeah, we don't need to cut of that pie anymore because we're doing fine with our Eternals and Shang-Chi that they took what? Yeah, we still want some of that Spider-Man money. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I don't know. It felt a little bit. In the grand scheme of it, this is what? Far From Home, Black Widow, Shang-Chi, Eternals. Yeah, this is four films away from Endgame and a few TV series. Mm. it feels a little bit soon to be having a big multiverse kind of event yeah because this felt like this kind of felt like a mini end game yeah but um 
I don't know. It just, yeah, it didn't feel like they'd earned it. As much as I loved seeing Toby Maguire and Andrew Garfield and those villains turning up again. Mm. Uh, it also plays into that nostalgia thing that seems to be going on at the minute. Yeah, oh, very much so. <laughs> it seems to be the easy way to make money. But So I wonder who came up with it, because DC are basically doing the same thing, aren't they? With, with the Flash, yeah. With the Flash and Batman and all that. I um, think so, it stems from Spider-Verse. Yeah, oh, of course, yeah. I think that they saw how popular that film was, unexpectedly so, mm. and just assumed that, you know, we could do that. Because everybody started being like, you know, in the next Spider-Verse movie, it would be awesome if they brought in like Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire and Tom Holland. And you had these live-action Spider-Mans in with the animated ones. Yeah. A bit like a Who Framed Roger Rabbit kind of thing, but it's an all-animated world with live action people in it okay yeah and i think it it probably stemmed from that they were like we could do that with all the live action ones except for 70s spider-man um yeah i um so that's sort of where i think that came from i kind of did think mysterio was going to come back yeah but i guess they'd shoot they had a big enough thing villain roster kind of thing but it was supposed to be all the villains that knew that peter park was spider-man so where was green goblin from the andrew garfield timeline was it was it who played him in that one i can't even remember harry osborne harry osborne isn't it because peter won't give him the blood yeah i'll tell you something one thing that annoyed me slightly why couldn't they have added one more one more villain and it'd be the Sinister Six? Why well, yeah, I kind of thought that's what Venom was going to be. Yeah. Because, again, that they didn't bring in the Topher Grace Venom. No. No. But that's kind of, they've sort of backwardly explained that, that the Venom symbiote in the Tom Hardy Venoms is the same Venom symbiote. It's just they exist in multiple mm. multiverses. That was a bloody wasted opportunity, if you ask me. What, for him just to be in the post-credit, the mid-credits scene? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It was how he had the build-up in the other, in the in Venom Two, and you're thinking, fantastic, he's going to go there. I mean, yeah, it's funny, you know, he, he turns up only to be sent back again in a few minutes later because they're in the bar, but it's irritating. It was a, I, I thought that was really. Intense. It was just there to get the symbiote in, in a yeah. quick, easy way, so they don't have to rehash the story of Spider-Man's re-Venom with it coming from space. It was just a lazy backdoor way of getting that in so that there's a Venom symbiote existing in that world now without having to do the whole, oh, it came from space, it was part of the black spider suit. Well, it might do the black spider suit thing, I suppose. Yeah. Seems a bit of a shit way to kick off a new trilogy to straight away have him in a black spider suit. Mm. Um, And I guess that's sort of their backward way of explaining why the Tom Hardy Venom looks like a black Spider-Man. You know, a fucked up black Spider-Man. Yeah. When there's no Spider-Man yeah. as a point of reference in the Tom Hardy. That's true. That is true. Yeah. But it did feel like a wasted opportunity. Um, but like I say, perhaps they just didn't know what to do with one more villain. Mm. Plus, I suppose he didn't really fit in with the whole lips of villains who knew that Peter Parker was Spider-Man. But then you'd assume that the symbiote would if it's our symbiote's connected to the Topher Grace Venom symbiote. Yeah. 
absolutely. I mean, because that's why you got tell. pulled across, isn't it? Because yes, that's... it is. Because yeah. So yeah, you had to know, but it's. <laughs> I don't know. Perhaps they just didn't want to mix those worlds. Mm. Which may, does raise the question, why fucking bother at all beyond trying to do a little bit of tidying up? Mm. Um, but yeah, like I say, I, I'm hoping I'll enjoy it more second viewing because my expectations won't be any more than when I went into it kind of thing. Because I'll know what to expect, so I'll essentially enjoy it on a different level second time. That's the trouble with massively hyped movies, isn't it? Yeah, it is. Uh, but no, I, I like I say, it, it was fine. It just felt like it was everything was built around the idea of bringing those in rather than yeah, absolutely coming up with a story that would then then incorporate them kind of thing. It's a bit like coming up with a joke with the punchline and then backwards engineering it. That's a little bit what mm. this felt like. It's like we can't be asked to recast Green Goblin and Doc Ock and that, so let's find a way to backward engineer those ones in. Have you seen Into the Spider-Verse? Do it. Um, (laughs) I quite liked the sort of silhouettes of characters coming through. Oh, yeah, there was a couple of recognisable ones in there, weren't there? Yeah, Rhino's in there, and I think Craven the Hunter's in there. Yeah. Um, I think there were some others as well. Um, I loved that Matt Murdock popped up. Yes. Yeah, that was very cool. Because that was the one that people are sort of everybody in the trailer was like, that's Matt Murdock's arm. Is it? Or is it the detective who had his sleeves rolled up in the previous scene? No, it's definitely Matt Murdock. But it it was nice that it was just that little cameo. Mm. Because it was one of those things that I was kind of like, that'd be cool if they did it, but I wasn't expecting it. Mm. So that was a nice surprise. Like I say, the Tobey Maguire and Andrew Garfield were the two worst kept fucking spoilers. (laughs) And surprises to the point where one person changed their profile picture to their face and a friend's face superimposed over the Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire with their arm, Tobey Maguire's arm round him. Yeah. I was like, well, I know what you've done, but that's ruined that anyway. Like, fortunately, it was like the worst kept fucking secret. I mean, there weren't any photographs on, on, actually on set. Yeah, I tended to avoid as much of that as possible because I didn't want the whole thing because I think it's natural you're going to have the expectation that they're going to be in the film. Can you imagine if they all that and then they weren't in the film? Mm. <coughs> There's no way they could have done it. I mean, it's amazing they've got away this long without putting Mephisto in it. It's going to come a point yeah. where people are like, Mephisto isn't in this after everybody said he's going to be in it. I'm going to be fucking livid. <laughs> I don't get the Mephisto thing. <laughs> Everything. WandaVision is like Mephisto. Mm. Get to the point now where it's going to be a DC movie and people are like, Mephisto. <laughs> but I don't know. Um, yeah, I I liked it. it. I liked the whole idea of the fallout of finding out who Spider-Man is and how that affects Ned and yeah, but yeah, MJ and them getting into college and all that sort of thing. It was cool. I liked that they didn't overuse Doctor Strange as well. I didn't like that suddenly Ned finds out he's magic. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was odd. I mean, fine, whatever, for the purposes of the story, but it does feel a little bit like, you know, I suddenly need you to be able to fly this spaceship. (laughs) Oh, yeah, I can fly a spaceship. 
<laughs> it's like the slave girls from Beyond Infinity thing of, you know, we can't fly this without a gauntlet. Oh, here's one. You... <laughs> classic. Now you're messing with the classics. <laughs> but it's a, yeah, it's, I, like I say, the whole trailer was massive misdirect on the whole Doctor Strange thing anyway. Yeah. But, and, although I do feel that he would have, I did like his whole, you know, I was in there for 12 hours kind of thing. Harking back to the Loki I've been falling for 30 minutes <laughs> from um, Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. But it's, uh, I don't know. So where do you reckon it will go next? What, Spider-Man or Marvel Universe in general? Spider-Man. <laughs> Marvel Universe oh. in general, who fucking knows? It's like they're so determined not to have an Avengers team. Yeah. Well, I would have said, if I, before I saw this, I would have thought absolutely Sinister Six. But to me, then I can't do that now. Because there was I get the feeling they're building a Sinister Six movie in their own yeah. Morbius okay. universe. Which I don't know where Morbius fits, because in the trailer, Vulture's in it. Or Michael Keaton's oh, vultures yeah, in it. Yes, yeah, of course he is, yeah. But then there's a poster behind him that looks like the Amazing Spider-Man or Tobey Maguire Spider-Man picture yeah. with um fraud or whatever it is or murderer written yeah. across it. But again, Marvel trailers. I know it's not Marvel, Marvel, but who can fucking tell anymore? Yeah. <laughs> it's like literally none of that could be in the actual film. They could have just shot it for the trailer, so you go, oh, I'm excited for Morbius now. Are you, though? It's Jared Leto. Who gives a shit? <laughs> i got no interest in Morbius at all. No, I haven't. I don't know too much about the character, actually. I don't. Um, only from the Spider-Man animated series. Yeah. Um, that seems like the perfect thing to bring Blade in on, really, to be honest. Yes, absolutely. But it's not an MCU film, so... Mm. Uh, yeah, it's uh, maybe you bring Mephesto into it as well. <laughs> I mean, I'm guessing the Venom symbiote's there for a reason. It'd be quite nice if yeah. they forgot it. I get the feeling they're setting up a traditionalish sort of Spider Man just without um, Mary Jane, without Aunt May. Yeah. I'm guessing without J. Jonah Jameson because I'm guessing he doesn't need a photographer because he's not a newspaper guy. No, he's, an, he's an Alex Jones type internet fucking mouthpiece, isn't he? So, I mean, that's the other thing. I was looking forward to some proper Peter Parker Daily Bugle. Because the films have never really, they've sort of touched on it. The Raimi ones did it a bit more. But you still never got that full Peter Parker juggling school and Daily Bugle yeah. and Aunt May kind of business. There's just not enough time to put it in a film, so that's fair enough. But I quite like that it ended with him in his own suit. That he oh, made, yeah, absolutely. not a Stark yeah. in Stark Industries kind of job. It was a it was a proper classic Spider-Man suit as well. Yeah, yeah, it had that nice sort of mix between the Tobey Maguire and the Andrew Garfield one. Yeah, it seemed quite it nice. Was a proper but... vibrant red and blue as well. Yeah. Where do you reckon he got money from to get an apartment? <laughs> Good point. Do you have savings anyway that you just... Do you reckon he had enough time to go home and gather up his shit? Because, <laughs> again, otherwise, Happy Hogan's going to go what home. What happened be... to all his shit? 
That's what I mean. Is, is yeah, Happy going to go home and be like, why have I got a load of teenage boy clothes here? Yeah. Just Happy gets arrested for having loads of teenage boy clothes for a teenager that doesn't exist. <laughs> Where's the body? <laughs> but plus, does that mean we're done with Happy in the MCU now? Because you know what? I yeah. am not anymore. He hasn't got Amway anymore. Unless he's going to be in Armor Wars. Is that a TV series? Yeah, it's going to be the where they introduce Ironheart, isn't it? The female Iron Man. Oh, uh, okay. Well, Pepper Potts. No, um, what's her name? The young teenage one. The one who's actually Ironheart. Oh, yeah, uh, no. What's her name? It was a fairly recent thing. Well, I say recent, a couple of years ago. But, um, yeah, I suppose he could be in that. But I don't know. It just all feels a little bit untidy now. Because mm. I think you could have done those traditional Spidey sort of things. But then I suppose he was supposed to be going off to Boston University or college, wasn't he? So if it had gone happy ending for him. So would you have yeah. had a Boston set Spider-Man? That's true. Uh, I don't know. Like I say, until I see where it goes, it's difficult to be up on the ending. Mm. It's like, but even with the explanations of the post-snap world of Marvel, it's kind of, it still just feels really untidy. And to be honest, the more you show me people coming back and how messy that is, it, the more it makes me think, fuck, like, you know, how many people came back and their wife had remarried or, <laughs> you know. How many kids came back and their dad had blown their fucking, their parents had blown themselves away because they'd lost their kid? <laughs> oh, can you imagine? Yeah, absolutely. Because, you know, if my kids disappeared in a fucking snap, I'd, if I didn't go all Hawkeye, mm-hmm. I'd just fucking, well, I couldn't imagine that kind of world where my kids don't exist anymore. Fucking hell. Fuck oh, got dark. I know, but that's kind of the thing that comes from the snap, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> You can't throw it away with it. Don't worry. Everything came back and it was fine. Like, is it fuck? <laughs> I'm reminded of the ending of is Was it The Mist? What was that yeah. movie? Oh, the horrible ending of that. Traumatic ending. You know your ending's bad when even Sting, Stephen King's going, can we just, like, no? <laughs> end it five minutes before. I can't rewatch that film because of that ending. I loved oh, it. I love that film. Yeah. It's such a good film. But that ending, just no, I can't. Absolute fucking heartbreaking. Fucking yeah. I remember we watched the, it randomly because we're not we're not big horror movie fans. But I remember we had my na- my, my nephew and my not my nephew and my niece at all. My uh, brother-in-law and sister-in-law ran one day. We were in the barn and we were watching it. And we just got hooked on it and watching it. And we all just screamed when it ended. I went... Me and Leanne met my friend that I worked with at HMV at the time over in Cheltenham because we'd gone to watch Hellboy 2. He'd gone yeah. over... It was his day off, so we'd gone over earlier and he'd watched The Mist. And he came out and he went, yeah, that was fucking hard. Mm. <laughs> he was like... I was like, was it a good film? He was like, yeah, but that end, so I'm not going to say anything else. I was like, because I really want to see it, because I like Frank Darabont, and I really like Thomas Jane, and just the trailer made it look fucking great. Mm. But I didn't know what the end was, and then I saw it, and I was like, this is fucking horrible. So for those who haven't seen The Mist, basically, 
Thomas Jane does a deal with Doctor Strange when nobody knew he existed. <laughs> yeah, or it could be Mephisto. It could be Mephisto. Uh, or it could be uh, Mr. Fantastic. That's the other one. Yeah, yeah. That was the whole thing through WandaVision. It's going to be, this is where Reed Richards comes in. It's like, yeah, they're going to waste fucking introducing Reed Richards on this. Not to throw away, not that, you know, it's wasting it putting him in WandaVision, just that it's wasting him putting him in a tiny little fucking cameo like that. But, but yeah, I, yeah, I mean, partly it's that whole thing that an ending to a trilogy is always unsatisfying on a certain level because it's the end. Mm. (laughs) But this also didn't feel like the end. It felt like a beginning. Mm. A wholly unsatisfying one. <laughs> um, but, so, sort of, what what were your standouts in it? Because I feel we're being I'm being quite negative on it now, and I don't want to be because it's not a bad film. It's just uh, yeah, I, I thought it was I thought it was really good fun. I really enjoyed it. I remember coming out there with a smile on my face. Um, I thought oh, Doc Ock. I love Doc Ock as a character. Anyway, I thought that was fantastic. Um, just to go to the general humor, yeah, the, the ending was a bit, a bit kind of, oh, you know, it's, it's the whole, it's a bit like a character losing their special power, their superpowers, isn't it? You know, you don't really yeah. want to see that. Um, but, um, I, yeah, I mean, to be honest, it's been over a month since I've seen it. I can't remember a lot of it now. Um, that's not always a glow endorsement, yeah. <laughs> uh. Yeah, I mean, like I say, I liked, I loved the scene of the three Spider-Men in the lab doing their different jobs, just yeah. seeing sciencey Spider-Men again, because that was always yeah. one of my issues with the Andrew Garfield one. It's like he's this brilliant scientist, but he ordered his web fluid from Oscorp. Yes. Yeah, did didn't he nick something as well? Didn't he nick, nick a plan or something? Like, yeah, else? possibly. But I know he was ordering this web fluid through the mail from Oscorp, which is kind of, I mean, that's pretty easy to trace back to you shortly. <laughs> it's like, there's now this web slinging suit vigilante out there. And we got this kid ordering this web fluid. <laughs> yeah. Hang on a sec. <laughs> He's home. There you go. I'm sure it's just a coincidence. <laughs> but um, yeah, I love, I love that stuff. I love that Andrew Garfield's one had a uh, lab coat on. Yeah. And I love that Toby Musquara was like, you know, a hip pasta. <laughs> Um, yeah. I love the whole Doc Ock on the bridge scene. Mm. Thought that was really well done. I love the appearance of the Green Goblin. I love, like, say Norman Osborn, Willem Dafoe, the conflict in that character. Yeah. When he just turns up at that meeting, his whole thing about you know I've got here, there's no Oscorp, there's no whatever. Yeah. And he just looks lost and broken. Because mm. that was always the thing with certainly those first two Raimi ones is that they were good men that were corrupted by, you know, Goblin or the octopus tentacles. Because mm. it's the nerve chip in the back of his neck, wasn't it? It was severed. Of course, yeah. So they were essentially good men who were, you know, corrupted, corrupted by the thing, which... Also, at the same time, it's kind of like, can't bad guys just be bad guys? <laughs> it's it's the whole Cruella thing, isn't it? It's like, can't yeah. she just be bad? Or do we have to have a, 
But then they don't seem to have out-and-out bad guys anymore. Even Thanos, they try to have redeeming things to him. It's like, dude just yeah. wants to farm. He just wants peace in the universe, and so he can go yeah. on his farm. The big purple Phil Mitchell that he is. Phil <laughs> Mitchell. <laughs> <laughs> He just wants to run the Vic and Rob be a mechanic. Leave him alone. <laughs> he just wants 50% less customers. <laughs> but, which isn't what a decimation is. A decimation is an attempt. Oh, really? Which memory serves from the little bits that went in at school. But, yeah. Um, I don't know. The whole, I liked when Willem Dafoe switches yeah. when they're about when they're about to cure him, and then the goblin takes over. That reveal was nicely done, mm. um, and I quite. That's when he gets the, the, the spidey sense, isn't it? Is that the bit you're on about? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, um, I love, like I say, I loved the interplay between Garfield, uh, Maguire, and Holland. When they're mm. waiting for the action to start, and, you know, I love the whole thing of I'm an Avenger. Cool, like a band. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I'd like to see more Andrew Garfield, Tobey Maguire somewhere else. Mm. I know there was a thing with the writers where they were like they wanted to have a mid-credit scene that's them two in a van solving crimes. I, like, I would watch that. <laughs> <laughs> So I like that they gave Andrew Garfield's character sort of, they closed his arc. Because mm. I mean, that, that was my big problem with Amazing Spider-Man 2, was it was just such a bleak down ending. Even with the little thing where he goes to fight Rhino at the end. I love the whole thing with her, like, you know, I just didn't, I stopped pulling my punches. Yeah. I love that little detail. I just, because there was always more to that story. It was always such a shame that they ended the Garfield they should have given him one more film just to tie it up. Mm. Part of me feels like, to, yeah. Part of me feels like if they'd, if he'd have had one film, I think his films as a whole, once you could see him as a trilogy, as they were seem to be intended to be, I think they'd be held in a higher regard than they are because they're very much yeah. the footnote, the in between stopgap, aren't they? Yes, they really are. I've forgotten about really. And, and they don't deserve to be because his chemistry with Emma Stone was fucking amazing. I think that was the other problem with that film is her death is so brutal mm. for such a, a character that you like so much. I generally thought they were going to flip it and not kill Gwen Stacy off. Mm. You don't have to. You don't have to follow the comics. You can do your own thing. In fact, it's better if you do do your comics. If everybody's expecting it to happen, don't yeah. fucking do it. But I did like that he saved MJ. When you saw MJ falling in the trailer, I was like, that's going to mm. be the Garfield redemption scene. Yeah. And it was, which again was another thing. It's like, why put that in the trailer? Because that blatantly signals that Andrew Garfield's going to be there. <laughs> if, if you know anything about the films, it's like to not do that, to just do it as a weird homage to a film and then not have that Spider-Man in it. Mm. Especially when you know his villains are going to be in the film. Yeah say that weird secrecy where you don't need secrecy it's like the Aunt May thing genuinely surprising yeah Daredevil genuinely surprising or Matt Murdock genuinely surprising even though people are sort of speculating on it I think you're kind of 
twat if you buy into any online speculation now, because let's face it, Mephisto. <laughs> that seems to be the general thing. Yeah, so, there's a moth on the there's, there's a moth on the uh, on the um, curtains. Must be Mephisto. That was one of them, wasn't it? Was yeah, I think so. Yeah, there was something in the opening credits to One Division. They were like Mephisto. Yeah. Which I generally think the more people say Mephisto, the less likely he's ever going to be to appear. <laughs> like the opposite to Candyman. Yeah, it's kind of like they're probably like, this is going to be the thing where we build up to Mephisto. No one's going to see it coming. Yeah, have you seen online? Like, oh, for fuck's sake. Fine, get Benedict back. We're going to reshoot it because everybody said he's Mephisto. Shut it down. We were going to give it to him and they ruined it for themselves. You bunch of dicks. <laughs> but, but yeah. Um, so where do you, in the four MCU films that came out last year, where does this one rank for you? Is it top of your pile, middle of your pile? So the four that came out last year, which was Black Widow, Black uh, Widow, Eternals, and Shang-Chi, Shang-Chi and this. Spider-Man. Probably the your... top. I think that was the top because it was a, a bit of a, yeah, the movies were, I, I didn't think the movies were great. Um, no, like I say, stick. Black Widow was okay, but it was I need to watch Black Widow again. I mean, I had <laughs> there's the whole thing involving kids at the beginning with Black Widow, which instantly gets my back up because you know I've got yeah. that whole fucking thing. It's a personal yeah, thing. Yeah. It's fine. It not doesn't necessarily mean it's a bad film. My big problem with Black Widow was it's like I know where this character goes now. This is not the time to do a Black Widow standalone film. Yeah. So I love the character. I love seeing more of the character, but I'm just not invested. <laughs> We all know she's dead. Um, I mean, it played nicely into the Hawkeye series, mm. so it was kind of worth it for that. But even that didn't—it's a footnote film. It's not an essential viewing. Even if I did a binge of all the MCU films in the order that you're supposed to watch them, so I watched that before Infinity War. Yeah. Even then, it's kind of like, yeah, it's not adding anything to the wider MCU. Not that they should do but it's also not adding anything to the black widow character beyond the family which is blatantly there because they want to do more black widow stuff without scarlett johansson they basically yeah. that film exists to set up a new black widow yeah it's it's to tick the box and be like no we've done a couple of female-led superhero movies now it's like yeah cool after wonder woman and you know we also need to set up a new Black Widow because we accidentally killed this one. Well, not accidentally, <laughs> but, you know. So you got that. Eternals. I need to see where the Eternals is going to go within the MCU to really give a fuck yeah. about them. Um, without going into spoilers, there's certain elements in that that you invest in that are then pulled out from under you towards yeah. the end. That makes you be like, why do I, get, why do I give a fuck now then? Um Shang-Chi I thought was fine but it just also felt like shit I'd seen before in different Marvel movies mm. this one at least it tried to do something not particularly original um, you know not particularly original if you've read the comics as well because let's yeah. face it Spider-Verse stuff's been going on in the comics for a while mm. I think it started I think the first thing to do with Spider-Verse might have been the animated series okay before it even happened in the comics, but it did that. It of took course, a bold, you know, the whole, took the a bold sweep with the character. 
the, yeah, the whole brand new day thing with it was that it was trying to copy. You know who was responsible for brand new day? Mephisto. Who, uh, That's why everybody thought was Mephisto, Mephisto was going to be in this. Exactly. Yeah. Um, and it wasn't it to do with saving Aunt May. Wasn't that the it deal was, he did for the devil? Uh, it was. Yeah. Um, he wanted because Aunt May died. I think Aunt May died because of Punisher. But I might be wrong on that. I should reread it. I think Punisher went to shoot Spider-Man and then Spider-Man dived out of the way and shot Aunt May instead. But I might be wrong. Yeah, I don't know. I've never read it. The only Spider-Man Marvel comics I've read are the 2099 ones. Yeah. Because I love that character and he's going to be in Spider-Man Into the Spider-Verse 2, whatever it's called. Oh yeah, of course. What are they calling the next one? I can't remember now. I know it's a part one of two. I don't know. But that I'm excited about. Mm. I love that first Into the Spider-Verse movie. Great film. Absolutely fantastic. Brilliant. Perfect film. And I love that it's Oscar Isaac because um, Miguel O'Hara saw Spider-Man 2099. Mm. Those who don't know. Uh, that's fucking ace as well. Um, I liked that everybody thought that the black Spider-Man suit, which just turned out to be a dirty Spider-Man suit, was going to be um, Miles Morales. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. <laughs> that was the other trader speculation. It's like he's in like a soup kitchen where Miles Morales is like volunteered in the comics or something. And he's in the black suit. That's Miles Morales. We're going to see a live action Miles Morales. <laughs> it's like, you know, <laughs> and you didn't. No. Wouldn't it be nice to just watch a trailer and not have all the speculation online about it? The yeah, multiple fucking YouTube breakdown videos. Mm. And I'll admit, I'm guilty of watching those trailer breakdown videos sometimes. If it's somebody that I follow, like um, the Jeremy Johns channel or something like that, I'll watch them just because I find the videos entertaining more than I actually give a shit what's in the trailer. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to come a point where people are not even going to bother watching the trailer anymore. It's just going to lead me down a completely different path to what the film is. <laughs> yeah. Um, I liked the mirror universe, the mirror world stuff, but again, most of that was in the trailer. So. Mm. Oh, the, the spinny train thing. And yeah, admittedly played slightly differently in the trailer. I think everything was the same, but the, the implication it gave you in the trailer was different to what it was in the film. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I don't know. I just. It felt like both a satisfying way of doing those characters, but also leaving you wanting more. Yeah. I felt both satisfied and shortchanged at the same time. A bit like a McDonald's. <laughs> so I'm satisfied, but also feel like I've not got my money's worth. <laughs> Other fast food chains are available. I don't want McDonald's coming after me. <laughs> One up with Donald on the Hamburg if I can beat the shit out of me. But, although Ronald McDonald's not a thing anymore. Well, wasn't there a thing? Or, was that was there a thing about Oreos or was that another film? Don't know. Oh, wasn't it? No, in in Spider Verse, wasn't it on about Oreos, different flavored Oreos? Or wasn't it something else? I don't know. I don't remember that. Something. It was ever. It was a film I saw where they were addicted to the amount of different kinds of Oreos they could get in this in this universe. Well, it might have been. But I just missed that. Yeah. Yeah, possibly is. 
I liked a bit more J.K. Simmons as J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Because for years they've always speculated about who would play J. Jonah Jameson. Because I think at one point Mm. there was the rumour it was going to be Hugh Laurie, which I could kind of see. Yeah. And there was... With his um, house accent. I think uh, Ice Cube had heavily petitioned for the part, hadn't he? Yeah. That he wanted to be the new J. Jonah Jameson. Which I could also see working. But to be fair, in a different world, it would have been Chris Prax. They cast him in everything. (laughs) How is he the voice of Garfield when Nick Offerman is right there? The dude even looks like fucking Garfield. I know, but I'm not going to fucking rest until I get an answer. (laughs) Other than bankability as a movie star, but you know, surely in a thing like Garfield, you're going for Garfield, not. Chris Pratt as Garfield. Mm. But I mean, I suppose he's kind of dopey in Parks and Rec, but yeah, but he's not. I Garfield's dopey, is he? He's Garfield's not dopey. Yeah. Well, I suppose the voices, though, isn't it? I mean, if we're talking the, you know, that kind of droney voice, he is kind of yeah. But the, the voice, dopey. the voice of Garfield. We've gone massively off tangent there. The voice of Garfield in the animated series was the same guy who voiced Peter Venkman in the real Ghostbusters. Lorenzo, whatever his name is. Which is why there was the Bill Murray. And then Bill Murray was the voice of Garfield. Because that's that, it's that deadpan, I cannot be fucked voice. Mm. Which is Nick fucking Offerman. (laughs) It's that, I hate you, I cannot be bothered, you know, melodic sort of voice. That's fucking Garfield. It's not upbeat Chris Pratt. No offence to Chris Pratt. I know people have problems with Chris Pratt. I've never really looked deeply enough into people's issues with him beyond the church he's connected to. And I enjoy him in films. That's all that really matters for me. As long as he's not killed somebody or fucked a kid or, you know, sexually assaulted anybody beyond that, fuck can do what he likes you know, within the usual boundaries and reasons. <laughs> he He's entitled to his own religious beliefs. As near as I can tell, he's never done anything. Mm. But like I say, I've not looked deeply enough into it, so I don't want to get in that. But anyway, yeah, it's just... Don't cast him for the sake of casting him. Cast him because he's right for the part, and he's not right for Garfield. I've got to put some Garfield thing in the head of this. <laughs> <laughs> Spider-Man No Way Home spoilers and Garfield. <laughs> yeah. All right, and sort of wrapping out, where would you like to see it go next? Um, I'm just trying let's to let's do that annoying internet speculation thing that we were just slagging off, or I was just slagging off. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Well, okay, we're not we're... we're not cherry picking like tiny details and coming up with what it must be. It's what you yeah. where you'd like to see it go. Well, I'm just trying to think of existing Spider-Man's comic storylines, though, where it could go. Um, I mean, we've obviously we've got. I mean, it doesn't have to be a comic story because they've not really done no. a comic story. This is the closest they've got probably to a comic story. I don't remember. Admittedly, my Spider-Man comic knowledge is limited, but I don't remember like a tour of Europe mm. Spider-Man comic. No, no, absolutely not. But I'm just trying to think of. I mean, they could go with the clone aspect, couldn't they? They could bring yeah. in all the clones. The um, the Ben, uh, shit, well, Ben Riley. Ben, ben Riley, yeah. 
Um, I think there was some writers that lost the Spider-Man job straight away for mentioning Ben Riley. (laughs) I think back when they were pitching the post Tobey Maguire before the Andrew Garfield, it's like, yeah, I went in. They said, what about Ben Riley? And they were like, I didn't hear anything back from him after that. (laughs) (laughs) Although I think Ben Riley starts to get a bit of love now, doesn't he? Yeah, I think so. It's sort of that Um, weird thing that at the time he was hated, but in retrospect, people are kind of like, the Clone Saga maybe wasn't that bad. (laughs) I mean, I kind of think it's going for a traditional Spider-Man setup, your friendly neighbourhood Spider-Man, which is cool because that is what I want to see in a Spider-Man movie. Because you never really got that in the Tobey Maguire ones because it was... Again, because of the nature of it being a film, probably... Homecoming was the closest you got to the friendly neighbourhood Spider-Man, which was the little bits at the beginning before the whole Vulture story kicks off, where he's like catching the, you know, trying to find the person whose bike was missing and catching the mugger and that sort of thing. Oh yeah, of course. So I'd, I'd love to see more of that. It's a bit like the problem with the comics now. I think they said it on the ACP. It's like nobody robs banks anymore. <laughs> yeah. It's always the big thing there's never a batman's got to solve a murder and it's mm. not the fucking joker so it'd be quite nice to see that in a spidey movie i know you need to have your big bad villain because you can't squander mm. a two-hour film and not have hobgoblin or tombstone or i mean we haven't had mcu versions of most of the big villains we haven't had an mm. mcu green goblin but yeah. as has been established, Obscore doesn't exist in this world. So, yeah. how do you do Green Goblin now? If they scratch that itch. So, where does Peter Parker go? Because he's not been established as a photographer. Mm. No, that's true, actually. Um, he's got to be a full time hero, isn't he? Yeah, cause he's, but then how's he going to get money? <laughs> so, he's going to have to have. You can have to have dead-end jobs. Have you ever tried to have a dead-end job and be a superhero? It's hard enough to work in a... They could, I suppose, but then... Yeah, but then you kind of... Do you want to anchor Spider-Man to another superhero again? Because, like I say, he's been anchored to Iron Man in his first film. Yeah. Nick Fury and S.H.I.E.L.D. in the second one. And then... Doctor Strange was brought in on this one. At a certain point, you've got to let your Spider-Man actually tempole his own movie and not have to have the gimmick of another another yeah, Spider-Man or true. another MCU character. Plus, nobody in the MCU knows who the fuck he is anymore. Yeah, that is true. This is my other thing. It's like, you know, when Doctor Strange remembers going off into space with Tony Stark. Oh, yeah, it's just, yeah. Does he remember Spider-Man being there, but not Peter Parker? Maybe he was just kind of edited out, like on the trailer. <laughs> just, you know that thing where you have a dream, like you know, and you dream about the most beautiful girl or something, but you never actually can make the face out. It's just yeah. your brain telling you she's the most beautiful girl. But you know, <laughs> if you were watching it like from a movie point of view, it would just be kind of like a blurry face that you just can't quite make out. <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps it's like that. It's kind of like, yeah. Or perhaps in now in Doctor Strange's memory, Spider-Man just always had his mask on. Oh, so hang on then. 
So everyone, okay, yeah, of course, because Spider-Man still existed. Yeah, so I'm guessing but, Spider-Man's still an Avenger. So oh, no yeah, one knows he's Peter yeah. Parker. Yeah. In which case, yeah, are, they, are they now kind of like, you know, when Tony Stark died, it was kind of a dick move on Spider-Man's part not to turn up at the funeral. <laughs> like, no, I, I was there. I was... As, no, it doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Like I say, it's it's the whole snap thing. It's like it raises too many questions to give a satisfying ending. So people still know. So hang on, then. That's a very good point, actually. So do, do, does nobody know who Peter Parker is, or does nobody know that Peter Parker is Spider Man? No, nobody knows who Peter Parker is. So everybody for instance, forgets you... Peter Parker. Oh, I see. Okay. So ahead. people will know that Spider Man exists in the world. Yeah, but. Even if, if he went into his favourite Starbucks and he went to the waitress who served him all the time, she wouldn't know his order? No. no. Oh, good. Got you. <laughs> a bit like his That's own right. girlfriend doesn't know who he is or his best friend. Got you. But if he went as a Spider-Man, they'd be like, oh, cool, a Spider-Man. Uh, you know, latte with extra cream kind of thing. <laughs> yeah. So, like I say, it's... I'm sure for most people it's fine. I've just got one of those overactive brains that overthinks things. Yeah. Like, you know, if you were snapped away when Thanos did the snap whilst you were fucking your wife, would you then come back, start bollet naked in somebody else's bed, dry humping it? <laughs> These are the MCU yes. things I want to do in a one-shot comic. <laughs> just all the weird ways people came back from the snap. About to climax, snapped away, come back, blow your load on somebody else's bedsheet. <laughs> Have some explaining to yeah, the, the series could just be called Snapped. That'd be fantastic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just little things. If you're on a boat in the middle of the ocean, do you snap back on the boat or do you snap back in the middle of the ocean? Yeah, it's like all those people who are in planes and they now just fall into their deck. If you snapped away in an apartment building that's no longer there, yeah. where do you snap back to? These are the same things with Peter Parker. Like I say, it's just, is there also a locker at that school that's got all the Peter Parker stuff in it that nobody knows who lock, whose locker it was? <laughs> I mean, that fucker has no education now. Mm. He can't even be like, yeah, I worked at Stark Industries under the... Start tutelage thing. He's got no reference. Give him a reference. Yeah. So he's he's not going to be able to get a job in the sciency field unless he can do it just by showing off his skills. But I've never sort of, as far as I'm aware, there's no jobs where they're like, you know, all right, but if you can split that arm, show us what you can do. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of thing. So he's going to have to have a menial fucking cafe job, which will then interfere with his superhero life, unless he's going to deliver pizzas like. Maguire in Spider-Man 2. Mm. Perhaps that'll be his thing. Mm. I don't know. Like I say, that whole thing's messy. Thankfully, it's not for us. It's not our job to work out what's happening. It's not our problem. It's for us to go to the next one and be like, yeah, no, I don't like how they did that. <laughs> yeah. But no, I think it's blatantly setting up a scaled-back friendly neighbourhood Spider-Man trilogy. Yeah. I just... Are we going to have to waste a good chunk of a film with that really annoying thing? 
it's like amnesia stories, isn't it? Except it's on a massively wide scale. Mm. Or somebody coming from like you know a different timeline and having to convince a person that they're who they say they are. It's like we've got to waste fucking half hour on this now, have we? <laughs> or like I say, a Ned and MJ just got on now. Mm. Which is a shame because I liked the guy in the chair thing with Ned. Yeah. But I don't know. Say, this is the trouble with these films that fit into an overarching thing. Is that they don't necessarily feel satisfying as a standalone film. Mm. It's never a good thing when you got to be like, well, I'll see how it fits into the wider. Because it's not just the wider Spider-Man things now. So I'll see how it fits into the wider MCU. <laughs> yeah. But I don't know. Like I say. It's like I say, it's not a bad film. It's a perfectly enjoyable film. I just I feel like I'm a bit more down on it than most other people. I just think it's fine. <laughs> it's just yeah. It is what it is. But it'd be nice to see a decent rhino. Yeah, absolutely. Rhino's always been one of my favourite characters. I know, because I never liked the the rhino as a robot suit thing. I know you did because it's a fucking robot suit. Just by default, I liked it. But it'd just be nice to see a proper rhino. Yeah. That'd have been quite cool to see. An actual rhino come through, but he didn't know Peter Parker was Spider Man, so he gets out of it on default. Yeah. Yeah. I generally thought they were going to set it up so that. Either Andrew Garfield or Tobey Maguire would exist in this villain universe they're setting up with Morbius and Tom Hardy's yeah. Venom. I thought they were going to have their cake and eat it of being kind of like, you know, we've got our Tom Holland Spider-Man, but we've also got these spare Spider-Men that we can fit into. <laughs> so many, so many Spider-Men don't know what to do with them. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know. I think blasphemous as it is. I enjoyed Venom, Let There Be Carnage more than No Way Home. Oh, okay. <laughs> Just on a sheer watching level, but then I had no expectation for Let There Be Carnage. Yeah. Because I thought the first one was fine. But I didn't really hold any high expectations for the second one. Mm. So it didn't really have anything to meet. Enough people had said it was shit, and enough people had said it was all right. So I just went into it going like, it might be all right, it might be shit. <laughs> so, but yeah. Yeah, I think that's pretty much it on this. We talked longer than I thought we would, to be fair. I think we've exhausted it. I think we have, because uh, like I say, there's not much grand detail I want to go into. I'm not passionate enough about it. I didn't dislike it enough to have a major breakdown of it, and I didn't like it enough mm. to celebrate all the bits I loved. I just thought it was fine. I thought things were well done. I thought the Aunt May's death was well done. Um, but yeah, it was nice seeing old faces back. It got me nostalgic for the Raimi films, which I was never a massive fan of anyway. Yeah. Like I say, I liked Maguire, but I generally found him a bit clunky and very much of their time, to be fair. Say so, that first Raimi Spider-Man film still got that I said to him Spidey dude scene, which is <laughs> always makes me cringe. But yeah, anyway, 
it's I mean it's an MCU film, it's already made a shitload of money, so it's <laughs> our opinion is not gonna affect that at all. No, absolutely. But yeah, that was Spider Man No Way Home. Uh yes, that one, yeah. Yes, so yeah. Uh, let us know what you thought of it in the comments. Obviously, spoiler warnings, just in case, because let's not ruin it for people who still haven't been able to see it. And yeah, thanks for listening. And thanks for talking Cheers, about guys. it with me. Cheers. No problem at all. Yeah. Bye. Cheers. And that was our spoiler chat on Spider-Man No Way Home. I hope you enjoyed listening to me and Andy talk shit about the film for a little while. Um, Hopefully it inspired you to share your comments. If you'd like to share your comments on the film, wherever you see this episode posted, pop them down below. If you're going to mention spoilers, though, put a spoiler warning in. Um, Yeah, that's it for this one. Like I said in the introduction, if all goes to plan, then we will be going with the new series of and why not start in on the first tuesday in february and hopefully go in every other week every two weeks with a new episode um at the time of recording this i haven't actually recorded any episodes yet but they're in the diary yeah so we should have a few in the bank ready to go um like i say the plan is to go every two weeks but it is going to depend on pinning people down and these ones with editing the clips from the films where necessary uh, takes a little bit longer from to edit so I think every two weeks is realistic at the moment um, obviously we'll let you know if there's any delays but we'll run them as series so there might be some gaps in the middle we will do our best to get them to you and we can get them to you uh, yeah until then uh, thanks for listening and um, if you have any comments thoughts anything you'd like to share post them in the comments below wherever you see this posted thanks for listening bye